0: All right, so should I do our our intro? Wait, don't you wanna hear why you're jealous? Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. I tune out all emotions when we hit record. You're really getting into character, full method. Yeah, exactly.
1: Why am I jealous? Uh, Because I get to hang out with Dustin next weekend. What? Yep. Why? He's coming to town, baby.
0: Wow. Taking my
2: talents to SoCal, baby.
0: Wow, <laughs>
2: why? Lava Gardens, going West Coast. Oh, you're definitely going to lose. When you ask me how many (laughs) shots we're getting
1: at the bar, I'm going to say, not one, not two, not three.
0: (laughs) And then only get three.
2: (laughs) And then only get three.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, But yeah, no, why?
2: Well, I'm going to next week be in Berkeley, California to film the third episode of a series I'm working on for work. And so I figured, hey, while I'm in California and I got a lot of PTO left over, why not hit up my buddies, Jeff and Sean, see what they're up to and and go south for for the long weekend.
0: A little SoCal living.
2: Yeah, we're going to do L.A. Friday and then go down to Temecula and see Sean and Leah's new place. Mm -hmm. Do a little winery weekend.
1: A little sit in the pool. Ooh. you can't do that here. Well, it would be very cold. It'd be very chilly.
0: It would be. We're
2: going to watch Jeff's team slowly fall out of playoff contention.
1: What do you mean? I'm, I'm
0: gone. There's no <laughs> idea.
1: No, no, that happened two weeks ago. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> no, I tried no, to get no. some, uh, and you kept being like, nah, it's fine. I know, I actually
1: had, like, optimism that somehow my team wouldn't continue to underperform as much as humanly well, possible.
2: Jeff, your biggest mistake is you didn't trade a traffic next year for a money player.
1: I, I fucking should have. I'm kicking myself for it, but God forbid, I was like, ah, oh, we'll turn it around. My my team will actually play up to its bottom-level potential. They are like, nah, we're not going to do that.
0: You know what I think it is, Jeffrey? What is it? I think it was a, a shift in culture when you turned away from the anus.
1: Oh shit. The
0: league turned away from you. I didn't even wow. think
1: about that. Fuck, that's, that's true. Deep. Should I bring the anus back, do you think, for next year?
0: Only if it brings creative joy and it's not gonna be something that you look back on and you say that was a mistake. Just a desperate attempt to not have relive glory. Yeah.
2: We'll see. Well, the writer strike is over, so maybe
0: you'll be it's able true. to come
2: up with something a little more creative, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it solidarity that's why you didn't do it yeah. you knew ahead of time all yeah.
1: writers as part of the strike all writers had to turn off any creative output <laughs> in their brains so <laughs> that was until until the deal got signed so you know that really screwed up with my team name decision making i used a uh, chat gpt for it
0: Oof. So. <laughs> yeah no wonder you lost <laughs> yeah you are, right are losing. i losing i fucking deserve it well, uh, I am really jealous. And speaking of West Coast, that's a, a perfect segue into everyone's wild, wild West favorite cheap beer podcast because we are back. Ladies, gentlemen, children. Oh, I hope not. I I'm sorry. Not. <laughs> <laughs> or good for you if you figured it out. Um, but anyways, we really appreciate you, uh, turning those, uh, those dials. Figuring out where we are on the airways, because we are, are live once again in the wild, wild west to bring you everyone's favorite cheap beer fantasy football podcast. With me tonight, as always, is Jeffrey Sweatrag Kimball. How are you, Jeffrey? Besides getting to see our other co-host.
1: Uh, that is the bright spot in a fantasy football field of decay and morale collapse so
0: hmm.
3: yeah
0: oh, that sounds like america
1: <laughs> just wait until you hear what i have to actually say about my team <laughs> Ooh.
0: Uh that is what we call in the business you can do it. a teaser yeah boy. i don't know brandy <laughs> <laughs> all that knowledge uh also the the man that will be moving to the wild wild west dustin i do i'm moving dude well. you should though <laughs> i'm I'm honestly i'm strongly considering it
2: oh whoa Whoa. jesus all right i guess you have a new topic (laughs) that's for another day
1: oh
0: all right well we will not hit the half hour benchmark if we uh if we talk about (laughs) that so (laughs) are not hitting the half benchmark as we're going but it is uh dustin a little wet a lot on the line sylvia nice hey dustin
2: yeah i'm uh i'm excited to keep this to a tight 45 minutes amazing Let's fucking crush I it. I love
0: that we keep referencing the time to really like hone in on how long it's going to be.
1: I I, I I feel like I'm not the only one with the vibe of I very much don't want to be here.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> All right. I can't. Can.
0: <laughs> Haven't even made it through the intros. The
1: highlight of my month, let me tell
0: you.
2: Love seeing you guys. You're so well, Not even Thanksgiving?
0: That's sad. Should we, uh,
2: Jeff, should we record a live episode together while I'm there with Sean.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And well obviously we'll zoom Brandon in. Oh so. of course. Of course. I'll be cold and you'll be by the pool. Good luck editing that, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean
2: if we can do a poolside episode, that sounds incredible. Like a little bit of water in the background. Hey guys, I know we
1: have all these plans for the weekend, but we're going to have to spend a couple hours uh <laughs> putting
3: together <laughs> a podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, Leah and Whitney are going to love that. Yeah, oh this god. is I'm really glad Dustin came from D.C. Yeah. <laughs> Just
0: by the pool. Really- <laughs> I am also here, your Lord Commissioner, um, as always. Just want to make sure to continue to introduce myself. Uh, how
1: are you, Brandon? I feel like we need to ask you how you're doing.
0: Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, we had painters here uh, today. so Nice. Different paint colors back in that way. Mm. Christina's getting sick, so <gasps> she's uh, on the couch not feeling great. Oh. I'm sure she's super excited that she gets to hear me yell through this so is
2: she uh scrolling through instagram for 90 minutes plus
0: yeah well i think she did that because then i came out. and she went downstairs and i'm sure selling sunset is on so ah yes great show though is it yes
1: is it have some taste have some taste the joys of
2: reality on thanksgiving day me and my friends took gummies and then watched all five episodes of the new squid game reality show on netflix jesus highly recommend it it
0: is wow fantastic only if they get murdered. That's the only way I want to watch
1: They it. act like they are. I gotta be honest, oh. that shit is so fucking depressing. Of, like, yeah. the whole point of the series was this anti-capitalist yep. message, and they're like, what if we just like, did the opposite of that? Yeah. And then I don't people, like, I saw this thing online, sorry, this is super fast. I saw this thing online. 45 minutes, Jeff, minute. 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: cheap your boy concerns. Anti-capitalism rant. Cheap, no, no, concerns. no, I want to hear the rant. I want to hear the rant. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I hate capitalism.
1: Essentially that reality shows with cash prizes aren't nearly as fun anymore because people use them for things like crippling debt and student loans as opposed to like taking your family on vacation. So a real uh <laughs> testament to the state of our country. That's my concern. Boom. Nice. <laughs> go. Got it. Uh, you're
2: gonna wrap that into your concern. <laughs> <That's my cheaper laughs> morning, I'm concerned with the state of
0: American politics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Switcheroo, uh, it's a four-hour politics is a letter.
0: And you know what Scotty Hansen likes being tied to more than anything? It's politics. So, Scotty, can you bring us in? <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny,
2: actually. Yeah, that was good. That was good.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm sweating. The
1: Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. To fantasy football and to the weekly podcast. Grab yourself a brew from the discount rack. Hope nothing's wrong with me. From the discount rack. Hope nothing's wrong with me. From the discount rack. You know how you roll, Brandon. From the discount rack. All the guys from the cheap beer league. I mean, as cheap as they are. Cheap beer boys. Cheap cheap beer boys. Cheap beer boys. Hope you like the show.
0: Let's talk about Scott Hansen. Jeff, I I think you have a concern.
1: I am. And I'm sorry I just missed him. I know he popped in real quick, but I had to step away. Scott, I was very worried for you on Sunday after that little incident in the Red Zone studios. Uh, Not entirely fantasy football related, but I think we all should take a moment to appreciate that Scott Hansen is okay and his team is okay. And he can continue to bring us seven hours of commercial free football every Sunday. And Scott, when you come back in the pod, I hope you know that I love you.
2: Uh, Amen. I love him, too. That's all I got. My favorite meme of the day when that happened was when the guy was like, uh, Scott Hansen, when the building's on fire and he tosses it to the top five plays of the game, and it's just the gif uh, from Titanic of
0: the guy playing the violin while the ship's going down. <laughs> that
1: was so good.
0: That so good. Oh, my God. And important. It's, it's the Lord's work that he does. Honestly. Uh, can't can't state that enough so true. Can you imagine if there was just a fire like burning in the background and he didn't leave? <laughs> he probably wouldn't. He's going to announce the last <laughs> touchdown until
1: yeah, the wall. He's like got to get around. through.
0: <laughs> That's the kind of commitment we need to bring to this podcast, not starting off by being like god, I don't want to be here. Wow, <laughs> what the fuck.
1: Yeah, Jeff. Whatever. Yeah. These are these are these are good jokes. You guys just don't get them.
0: I guess, Dustin, do you want to go? I don't know how to transition from where we are to, to your concern. You
1: don't know how to transition from making fun of me to, to <laughs> no. Dustin's concern?
0: No. <laughs> I, I guess uh, people were making fun of the Alave Garden, and, and yet here we are. See, that's
1: a good one, dude. Nice job. That's good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Have a little faith in yourself. What what
0: people were making fun of the Olave Garden? Oh, I was uh, me and Jeff. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I thought that. Right, was, if you look at our agendas, it was like Dustin's in last. Why is Dustin in tenth, not in last? And now here you are. Here I
2: am. Uh, well, I am concerned for everyone who decided to tank too early and put the Olave Garden back in business. What are you guys thinking? If you look at the standings, guys, Brennan, your entire division like could technically Sucks. still get the three seed. Like, yeah. I mean, I just specifically talking about you, Brandon, Dan, Kevin, obviously. Kevin was the early. big one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wh- what are we doing, guys? Wh- what You you have one bad loss and then you just decide to give away your first and second round picks. I don't know. Don't understand it, but I love it. I'm happy to be here. You know, the Lava Garden last time we talked was on fire. Everyone in it had food poisoning. Since then, you know, we've welcomed... Uh, some new employees, and Tony Pollard, um, Keenan Allen, the latest edition mm. employee of the month, and Kyron Williams back from his mm. leave That's returns good. to the kitchen and is just fucking serving up big old meatcakes of points. <laughs> we love it. Also, tight ends are back, baby. Oh my God, Brandon! I have two of them. <laughs> Brandon, your ice
1: coldest take of all time with tight ends. Look at this. I know. Oh, I love it.
0: Maybe that's what I'm going to miss the playoffs because I now have the two tight ends that I've been most excited about my whole life. And now my team is going to start sucking. Good. Uh, I love Dalton Kincaid. Love Sam, the Porter Laporta. He's been uh, he really is so good. Dynamite. Are you going to start rolling out the
2: dual tight end set from here on? In? Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. Nice. Uh, not next week because the bills are on by, but um, do it the week after. That's a good time to do it with the bills on by. That'd be a good time
1: <laughs> to bust out. That
0: uh, I, to defend myself, while I I tanked early, I don't feel like it really impacted. The only one that I regret is is McCaffrey, and I can't help the fact that uh, I got a second round pick, and I'm gonna have a second round pick next year. So it's nice. That was the price, and it got met. I didn't think anyone was gonna meet it. Like no one else got close to offering that. And then uh, you can't count out Brian Roach. If he's gonna meet that price. I'm gonna deliver it. He is my favorite
1: uh, draft pick trader. I love that. He will, he will come in with an offer so high
2: (laughs) (laughs) that no one can possibly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Let's just, I'm going to pull up his, um, his like status for picks next
0: year, just to see where we're at. I'm really glad I'm in his division next year. I won't get last.
2: (laughs) So he is currently missing his second round pick. His third round pick. Oh, my God. His ninth round pick. <laughs> However, he did get a bonus eighth round pick. So, really, it's just his second and his third that are gone. So.
0: Oh, so he must have traded out next two years.
2: Oh, yeah. Next but days. then if we move, we look forward to 2025, he's already missing his fifth.
0: So, not great, but. That's not as bad as I thought.
1: The leak next year is going to be so fascinating. The draft board is going to be utter chaos. A
0: mess. <laughs> but I love it. A mess yeah which leads me into my uh concern with which is a nice little fake out love it concerned with how awesome draft pick trading truly is uh it really just makes me smile so much i love it i think the fact that there are draft picks all over the board is just so fun but i do hope i'm my um experience is the experience everyone else is having mm-hmm. because uh I feel like if I'm going to advise other people in fantasy football, not in our league, I would advise them to get draft pick trading because I just think it's amazingly fun. But I'm worried that other people find it um, frustrating. We did have a guest come on earlier this year who said that they did not enjoy draft pick trading. A <laughs> guest who shall remain anonymous. So I'm always, I'm always worried about that, that uh it's just me. So is
1: it just me? It's not, I All promise right. you. And I will say this is actually a nice way to tie some concerns together because, Dustin, I feel that draft pick trading is the reason that everyone tanks so early because everyone was like, as soon as they hit obstacles, it's just like, well, let's just trade. Let's just tank for next year. Let's do let's do it better. Let's reset. So the, the weight of those draft picks, I think, is a big reason that the Olave Garden – has fresh yeah. new meat cakes, I guess. Is that what
2: they're cooking? Serving up the fresh <laughs> new <laughs> meat patties. Wow. It's whatever I said. But yeah, I mean, I love it for the exact opposite reason, which is that if people want to tank in week seven, like I will trade you my 2025 fourth rounder for Keenan Allen. I don't fucking care. Like I want to <laughs> have fun right now. I want to win now. And it's fun. And so, yeah,
0: let's, it is fun.
2: Let's keep punting picks. I'm going to go with the Rochi strategy from here on in, boys. I'm not going to have a full set of picks, I think, probably for the rest of cheap beer history. <laughs> wow. I love that. I love that. That
0: feels like a promise you should keep.
2: I mean, yeah, because like, I think the draft is important, yes, but the championships are won during the season on the waiver wire and if you can make some good trades when it matters. And so even if I'm missing a pick or two during the draft, people are going to get hurt anyway. Random shit happens. Might as well just trade away those picks and get some uh, Keenan Allens and Tony Pollard's down the stretch. See what happens. I love that.
0: Agreed. Yeah, man. Agreed. I'm all for going for it. And to defend Dan, I think the issue was that he went for it too early and traded a bunch of picks and then started to see his team on the outside and was like, well, I don't want to miss the playoffs and not have any picks for next year. And so he gave up. I think that's what happened. Like He went hard for Etienne at the beginning and then didn't do well. And now was basically like, shit, I'm not going to have any draft picks and not be in the playoffs. I'm just going to tank
2: he's the opposite of diamond hands he's doing like what, the opposite of what you're supposed to do when you're doing like day trading and
0: stocks and stuff yeah. well he's a, a a dad of three children i think he's uh, you know not fully paying attention to this um but to be fair to him he i think has beat kevin this year in the amount of trades or it's at least close and that's a pretty formidable feat that is a formidable feat fun it's so fun
1: Brandon. and to, to wrap up your point it's so goddamn fun <laughs>
0: It's amazing, um, and I, I just want to say uh, on the record that I have no desire to turn this into a, di- a dynasty league. I just like draft pick trading. Yep, yeah.
2: I think we've hit we hit the sweet
0: spot. Agreed. I don't. I I kind of feel like there's not much more we can change in the league to make it better. At least not at
1: that level.
0: Yeah. Like that's such a
1: major overhaul.
0: So yeah, my my uh, I guess advice for any fantasy football uh commissioner is to introduce draft pick trading and the only way i know how to do that is through sleeper so get on sleeper that's my advice actually yahoo i think can
1: i like the way brandon that you're kind of like appealing this to like a wider fantasy football audience (laughs) (laughs) you're like to any up-and-coming fantasy commissioners please listen to our podcast Uh, yeah
0: dustin can you pull that out and we can put that on the twitter account that uh (laughs) tim is supposed to be running
1: wait what really (laughs)
0: <laughs> Brandon we should make a, a
2: podcast trailer like something that plays before a Spotify song or whatever and it's like yeah. hi Brandon Challoner here <laughs> have you ever wondered what cheap beer and fantasy football are like together
1: well you have to do the accent you have to do whatever howdy Brandon. The
0: howdy
2: partners
0: oh my god that'd be amazing um all right well let's transition then into a final walk around the trade block oh
1: We had some laughs.
0: It was a good time. We sure did. Uh, I, I forgot to do this on the, the last episode, so I want to make sure I set the scene for everyone so they understand sort of what they're looking at. Um, this is a Wild Wild West themed uh, league this year. Uh, so with that, I'm imagining, you know, the old school saloons, a dirt road like in Tombstone. But instead of, I don't know, other businesses, it's just saloons. Um, and it's a town called Cheap Beer. I'm imagining West Texas in my mind. Ooh. So tumbleweeds galore. Uh, you've got 12 different saloons, six on a side, all of us manning our own saloon where uh, football players from fantasy football live and hang out. Maybe not live. That's depressing, but hang out. But, you know, they come in um, <laughs> and they have to decide what saloon they're going to go into. And that is what the trade block stands for. They're walking into a new saloon. They're joining a new group. Um, so just, you know, as you're thinking about the walk around the trade block, picture that. I love it's that. Good time. Beautiful visuals, yeah. Brandon. Nice job. Thank you. Just want to make sure people understand what they should be, you know, visualizing as they're driving or sitting and avoiding work.
2: Also, the uh, the Olave Garden Saloon is currently being refurbished. Uh, you know, there's a renovation sign up front.
0: It's recovering from the fire. Um, things are looking up. So did the Olave Garden find oil or gold? Oh definitely oil. Parmesan oil. cheese.
2: Parmesan cheese. <laughs> 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 A well Parmesan cheese. <laughs> the white gold. The, the oil, Derek, is just let me know when. <laughs> it just never stops. <laughs> more. <laughs> like that Geico commercial. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Say when! Say
2: when! <laughs> Say
0: it. <laughs> I was counting how many trades happened this year. How many trades do you think happened this year? Fifteen. Wow. Uh uh shit. Thirteen. Oh you bitch.
1: Nineteen. Oh yes! Whoa. I win. Prize right rules.
0: Nineteen. It's disappointing we couldn't get to around twenty, but um I should have counted these before right now and we could have I could have convinced Kevin to do something weird. I would have traded
1: with you. Fuck
0: it. I tried.
1: Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. That was one of the most offensive trade offers I've ever been offered in my entire life. And the way it was you a met,
0: starting point, it,
1: it was an ending point
0: for me. Well, yeah. That's why no one trades with you.
1: That's, I had multiple trades. <laughs> I, I was offered the really enticing deal of either Deontay Johnson or Drake London for Evan Ingram.
0: Evan Ingram? Yeah. Oh, you mean the three-teamer? Yeah. yeah was more just because it was a three-team trade. That's what we're trying to pull. I was trying. Wait, to who was the, the third page.
2: person? Kevin. Yeah. Ke- who do you yeah, think? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the week of the trade deadline, like basically all, like mostly on Thanksgiving Day, I got about six trade offers from Kevin. <laughs> like, like he was just fucking desperate for an eighth-round pick. Dude,
1: he's such a junkie. He needs he it. He
2: is. He should have been
1: spending it with family instead. <laughs> just sweating bullets in his
3: basement. <laughs> <Just> come on, <laughs> one more, one more. <laughs>
0: uh it's the best draft for trading is the best anyways uh the trade block uh we'll pick it back up from where we left off uh as a week eight recap um so this trade uh at the time i felt like was pretty even but man has it been one-sided ever since joel gets dak prescott uh who i have a note about later so i won't spoil it here and brian gets jalen warren um gotta give the edge to joel i think uh dak is our winner there it's very rare to see a uh quarterback win a trade but there you go
2: jalen warren was really good uh, for a couple weeks though so i think yeah that, exactly that
0: was yeah fine. now he's you know mid-tier rb2 flex uh kevin gets godwin in a third and nick gets jj in a seventh jj still has not played
1: activated um, today though
0: activated but they're on bye yes they are yeah so won't play this week he will get him in time for the playoffs so i guess that's all that matters he had clinched so i want to pause on that one for a
2: second because i was trying to fit i want to figure out like what kevin actually ended up doing so he traded because jj obviously came from me originally so kevin ended up trading away mike evans and a fifth
1: mm-hmm.
2: in return for chris godwin and a third yeah so he turned his fifth into a third and got a worse receiver I yep. mean, I feel like he could have done a lot better. That doesn't seem that great of an Agreed. upgrade, but third's a third. It's not bad.
0: Especially considering how great Mike Evans has been. This True. Year. Yeah.
2: And how ass Godwin has been. I mean, that was, that was the best trade I'd, I've ever made in my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really saved your season, I think, Truly. personally. Because I th- I would have beaten you without Evans, and if I had beaten you, would you have then gone all in for Keenan? Like, I really think that trade.
2: No, I, I don't think I would have been in playoff contention. And especially because T. Higgins hasn't played a goddamn snap yeah. <laughs> like since then. And that's really what I was hoping for. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Let's see. Godwin, that was probably what, like week nine that trade went through. It has been wide receiver 37, 34, and 56 over the last three weeks. Has not broken 10 since week eight. So, since we last recorded. Dang pretty bad. Um all right. Then we get into the the uh Daniel Dern's Gronk smash taking segment. Yeah, <laughs> the taking segment. Um the one thing I love about Dan is he I will ask him about one player and then he will send me a trade that includes five players <laughs> for five players and I'm like that, this is, I don't want all of this. And I think this is exactly what happened to Kevin and Kevin was like, "All right, whatever. Fuck it." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> He was like,
2: there's too much math here. I'll just say yes and figure yeah. it out.
0: <laughs> Kevin gets Justin Fields, Bijan Robinson, Jordan Addison, and Tyler Bass. Dan gets Brandon McManus, Amari Cooper, Joe Mixon, Tua, and a seven. I,
2: the kicker edition is the funniest part. Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> Extra juicy.
0: <laughs> he saw that Kevin traded for a kicker with Jeff and was like, well, I'm sure the kicker will get him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's one thing Kevin loves: is trading <laughs> kickers.
0: I honestly don't. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. <laughs> Any notes? I mean, what
2: was the point? Well, that's my. I question. don't know.
0: He got a seventh rounder.
1: That's all I got out of that. It's such a weird trade, to your guys's point. Although Bijan, after having been on the receiving end of his best game of the season, they're finally starting to use him in the red zone. So maybe that'll have some upside. Although it's true, Dobbs can't throw to his own team at any point, so
2: Addison no. might be
0: a moot point. Oh. We'll see yep and with jj coming back true did
2: kevin did kevin decide that all of a sudden he looked at the, the standings and was like shit i'm actually not out of this like and he's trying to improve his team a little like what is that what you think the purpose was does anyone know
0: i literally i think it was just so many players he was like i have to say yes yeah, yeah
2: it was just for the junkie fix got it yeah, yeah. he, I he think so. got such a high off of that <laughs> it's
0: like my whole team's gone <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brandon, a reference for you, it was, he was basically Bubbles from the Wire. After, oh, uh,
0: Yeah. Thanks. I'm still reading that book. I'm almost done. I want to read it. Give it to me. Anyway. I will. Dustin, you got Keenan, Allen, Kevin's sixth, and then Dan gets your 2025 fourth, Kevin's fifth, and my eighth. So you basically traded away the two picks you had for next year that you got and one of your own and and Keenan allen and got a sixth it's pretty good not bad man that's pretty good i was ecstatic so basically when
2: dan put those he did the big trade block fire sale yeah i immediately i think i was actually talking to you brand at the same time yeah. i was like i'm going for keenan like i don't care what it takes and i offered him like t higgins and a fifth or something and he came back with that the next morning and i like it was one of those things where I woke up naturally at like 6 a.m. And of course for Dan's time, it was like in the afternoon. And I like look at my phone and I see like a trade has been sent to you. And I was like, I opened it up and I saw that. And I was like, accept, accept, accept. <laughs> just like before, because I knew I was like, maybe he might've sent some other trades to other people who wanted Keenan Allen. And I was like, I got to get in first because I don't care. A 2025 pick, I don't know. We'll deal with that later. Yeah. That's,
3: about yeah. It.
0: That's next year's that's, problem. Yeah, exactly. Or 2025's problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Earth might not be here.
1: Dustin, I will I will ask you, as someone who also has a big block of the Chargers offense, are you worried about their inability to score touchdowns ever at any point?
2: Not when Keenan Allen gets 14 catches a game. Yes, yeah, His insane. floor is 20 pretty much week in and week out, so I'll take it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I think that was a worthwhile trade. Um, I didn't even get that far with Dan. I don't, he didn't even come back. I think he was so disgusted he didn't even come back to me. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Yeah.
1: I can relate.
2: Yeah, I mean, do you want to share what your offer was, Brandon? I'm just kind of curious.
0: I don't remember what it ended up being. Let's see if it's saved somewhere. I mean, it was. I'm sure it was like me trying to get rid of Deontay or Drake London and a pick for Keenan and a pick. Um, but he didn't even come back to me with the multiple pick offers. Sorry. But then I pivoted. Uh, Keenan was definitely my first choice, um, and tried and got Travis Etienne and an eighth. Um, and I gave him your third pick, third round pick, Dustin. So Nice. Yeah. I had no problem making that trade because uh, it wasn't my third round pick. I still have my third round pick. Great point. Uh, so it was just an extra. Might as well go all in. I looked ahead and saw basically Sean's whole team is on bye this week when I play him. So wanted to stack up so that I could beat him and basically be facing off with the Autobots which it would be hilarious if he makes the playoffs.
2: Dude, I my prediction's starting to not look so bad after no, all. Is I it boys? It's <laughs>
0: crazy. I hate when you're right. It's so frustrating. He won't be. I'm going to make I'm going to get the 6th seed, don't worry. I think Sean might get it. No, I'm going to get gonna it. I'm going to beat him this week. He doesn't have anyone going. Remandre is the only one that I'm worried about. That's an offense you want to you want to be behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll play quarterback. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's an upgrade. <laughs> they could be a wildcat offense. It's just him and Zeke. All right, so that, that ends the Dan taking segment of the, tra- the final walk around the trade block. Uh, next up, I get Dalton Kincaid a ninth and an eleventh, and Kevin gets Deontay and a seventh. I don't have any problem. I'm going to take two picks over one any day now. I think that's just my...
1: Mm-hmm. And any team that has
0: Deontay Johnson on it is immediately negative. That
1: is immediately <laughs> yeah. just the amount of highlights I saw of him half-assing every
0: single game he's in, awful. Well, you saw he got into like an argument with Minka Fitz or two people from his defense. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely on the CTE. Oh, geez. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that that
2: trade brand was funny to me because that happened after Kevin spent all of Thanksgiving trying to get my eighth round pick. And then I was like, oh, he got a seventh. So, you know, he almost got what he wanted. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I kept telling him how much I wanted Dalton Kincaid because I love I think he's going to be awesome. And yeah, he's dope. He's better than Deontay. Also,
2: Kevin's like obsession with getting the eighth rounder made me realize eighth round picks might have more value than. Sevenths or sixths yeah. because of the keeper thing.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's why I wanted an eighth from Dan when I got ETN because I wanted that. I traded it earlier to you and I wanted one back in case I try to keep Sam Laporta or Dalton Kincaid or, oh no, Javante was a sixth round pick. Might keep Javante.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. We're all kind of learning in real time mm-hmm. the, the market, and it's mm-hmm. just like constantly changing. It's like, oh, shit, eighth round picks are worth quite a bit.
0: <laughs> they are. So
2: Yeah, something to think I like
0: about. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one, which just when I saw it come through on Thanksgiving, really sunk, sunk me because I was playing Brian that, that week and ended up not mattering. I got crushed. Uh, <laughs> Sean gets Jake Ferguson a third, a 20, 25 fifth. And Brian Roach gets Kelsey in a 2025 seventh, not bad. So, yeah, not bad.
1: Sad. It, it feels it feels like a trade with less like gravitas than past years, just because the Chiefs' offense is such a freaking enigma right now. But I feel like if there's any star worth there, it's Kelsey.
0: Absolutely. I just love that Roach started with Kelsey and then ended with Kelsey.
2: yeah, <laughs> traded him away and then got him back. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I love it. Like. Though I love how Roach (laughs) plays this game. Like, (laughs) as soon as Mark Andrews gets hurt, he's like, I need my tight end back. Yeah, (laughs) I'll
0: do anything. Oh, God. It's it's amazing. It really is. Any final thoughts about the trades from this year? I think Jeff's favorite trade was when he got Brees Hall.
1: Yeah, I really thought that was going to be the thing that was going to turn my season around. And it did, just the other way. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: mean, the Jets,
2: you know.
1: The Jets. This is how you This is how you learn your lesson. You can never trust the chat.
0: Yeah. I think one lesson I've learned in fantasy football is that I never really want players on bad teams because it's just really depressing. And then you watch them and you're like, why do I have a player on this team? Like, this team is just bad. Not even in a way
1: where, like, they just get, like, so much usage. Just there's literally right. no way they get them the football. It's just yeah.
3: so.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only time I don't think it matters is quarterback because Sam Howland for Howell. Continuing to put up QB1 numbers even though the commanders are absolute trash.
2: Jeff, question for you as the punishments are. Mm -hmm. Based on how this week went with Gronk Smash getting 80 points, (laughs) I feel like he has a really strong shot of getting last place. What what Mm -hmm. are you thinking? What's the punishment for our European friend?
1: Oh, I think because he's in you know the like Waffle House ones where you have to like I think that, but Oktoberfest. He has to like Mm -hmm. sit, he has to sit at like a table. And he has to be there for as long as they're open, but the only the amount of steins, like full steins, like big ones, only oh. the amount of those he drinks will, like, cut an hour off.
0: I was thinking pretzels, but that's probably better. What are you, 13 years old? <laughs> 13 years <laughs> old. <laughs> I feel like Dan, of all of our members, is the most likely to actually do a punishment just because he would think it's funny. Well, that's, yeah, I agree. That's kind of the point I was going to make is, like,
1: We got to figure out some way to like hold people accountable. And I know Joel had that good idea that he pitched to me that then I put on one of our earlier episodes this year, um, which I totally forget right now. Um, But uh, yeah, we got to do something because there is really no incentive outside of us making fun of you to not be last. You know, and this
2: is the this feels like the first year where teams truly tanked at the last minute. And yeah. I think we really need to set a precedent that if you're going to do that, you're taking a big risk. You got consequences, yeah.
0: baby. I like it. What was the pun- What was the idea?
1: Yeah. So what it is, is uh, uh, if you don't do if you don't do your punishment by the draft, you get last pick in the first four to five rounds, which is which is. Yeah. Interesting with snake draft. But uh, I, I like the idea of like if you don't do it by the draft. Hear your consequences, something like that.
0: Yeah, even if it's just like um, I was thinking, also just make them like the league gets to choose what draft spot you get.
1: Oh, that's smash, a, that's a good
0: one. Where we all like, if you don't do it by then, we all agree where you're going to draft from, and it'll always be like in the middle where no one wants. You, you get the hit. seventh round pick, and you're, or you get yeah. the seventh pick, and you're going to like it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll workshop it, but yeah. All right. We're going to go into a a new version of the hooooch update where we compare players to alcohol.
3: I want to go home. home.
0: I want to go home. (laughs) Um, I made my note. I don't know if any of you saw that, but.
2: Yeah, I got one too. Ready to go. Nice.
0: All right. I want to compare Raheem Mostert to a perfect lake beer because Raheem Mostert started the year, I believe, as a seventh round pick. Um, So that's like going to a lake. You know, you're like, sure, you know, this could be nice. This could also just be full of bugs and like kind of gross. But then you get there and it's a nice, beautiful day. Uh, There's like some scenery in the background and you realize that uh, it's okay for you to pull out. Nice cold high life and you've got your toes in the water and everything's perfect on a nice bright Saturday. Raheem Mostert, shout out to you. You are a perfect lake beer this year.
1: I love that. That was that was well thought out. Thanks. Nice. What's yours, Dusty?
2: Uh I would like to talk about Kyron Williams. Um Shocker. So I want you guys to picture. <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to picture. You know, you haven't you're having a little party, your friends come over, everyone brings their own beer. Um, and then everyone leaves at the end of the night, and of course, there's leftovers. People leave their beers here. Uh, and, you know, time goes by a couple weeks, maybe a month. And then one day, you're like looking through your fridge trying to dig up something, and you realize, oh shit, look at this little mystery beer that someone left from that party. And you pull it out and you crack it open, and it ends up being just this amazing, rare craft beer that you didn't know you had just waiting for you for a month. And when you sip it, Oh my God, does it hit? And that's Kyron Williams coming off IR after sitting out a, a month and then coming back and giving you a 40 burger on day one. So, Kyron Williams, cheers to you, my Microcraft Brewery
0: friend. I love that. So true. Came back at the perfect time. Jeff, do you, what's your comparison?
1: Oh man, my comparison is Jamar Chase to Jaeger Bombs <laughs> because you're going to get it. And one out of every few times you're going to have a great time, and the rest of the times you are going to be disappointed and unhappy, and your liver's going to hurt. So yeah, not quite as well thought out, but I didn't really prepare <laughs> anything. So. That's
2: good. That's my favorite new category. I'm not I
0: kidding. like it. That that that's a really good one. Dustin, do you want to present some cheesecake bets, or do you want to skip over them?
2: No, because there's a new one.
0: Oh, there's a new one. Ooh! All right, well I'll do a better intro then. Justin presents Cheesecake Bets.
1: I thought you said a better intro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: fuck. Over 250 dishes made fresh from
2: scratch every day. The Cheesecake Factory. So T. Higgins, I'm not sure he's played since the last time we talked, but the update <laughs> on that is Calvin Ridley has 148 fantasy points. T. Higgins has 72, pretty much half as many points. Uh, So I think we could probably just call that one already. Tim, congratulations. I owe you a cheesecake.
0: Yay, Tim. Uh, And
2: I will get it to you as soon as you give Brandon the one that you owe him. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, But ding, ding, ding. We have a new cheesecake bet, as you saw in the sleeper chat. Uh, This one was proposed by Kevin. Uh, who was trying <laughs> one of his many, many trade offers he sent me was uh Bijan and like an, uh, a seventh round pick for Kyron and a third or something? And I was like, This is the stupidest trade I've ever seen. Uh, and then he said cheesecake bet, and so the cheesecake bet is for the from now until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So after one week, uh, Bijan Robinson has 27 fantasy points, and Kyron Williams, as previously stated, has 40. So feeling wow. good about that one, and Brandon uh unfortunately Brock Purdy is not only still the starter but seems to be in the MVP race so I feel like I can concede that one as well
0: yeah that was that was a bad one I don't I'm happy to not count that as a cheesecake bet because I really don't remember Uh, that one was a drunken that was more like a drunken uh, (laughs) I still am counting on Tim to get me a cheesecake at some point when I see him in the future uh, can we just quickly mention the, the MVP race in the actual football because it's stupid and so dumb. no one deser- it, no one deserves it in my mind except Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey. Like uh, none of these quarterbacks deserve it. So why wouldn't you give it? I would say Christian McCaffrey personally. I, I agree. Don't understand why he's not going to be. That's a great MVP. choice. Yeah, it's ridiculous that it has to be a quarterback. None of these quarterbacks deserve it. It's such an inherent flaw with the MVP
1: system in general in football. Mm-hmm. Because the quarterbacks touch the ball more than anyone else on the field, and it's just like, oh, well, they're the ones who are facilitating. Bullshit. Fuck that. You're, you're telling me any quarterback right now is better than Christian McCaffrey or Tyreek Hill? No, absolutely not.
2: Bullshit. I would even throw in uh,
0: Miles Garrett as a yeah, true as well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the Browns got killed because he was hurt like yeah. half the I game, mean, he
2: though. is the reason they have a winning record, I feel like. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, yeah, it's just it's so annoying to me that it's just whatever the best quarterback is, it's stupid. I get it, but it's stupid. It is um, stupid. Reward. Especially this year where no one really deserves it. All right, Jeff, do you have an idea what Little House on the Parody, a parody, uh, could be this week? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Okay. So here's my thought. Super fast. Uh, I feel that what Tim is trying to recreate is a way in which I'm totally bullshitting right now. Um, but essentially, how he can get his own vision of parity between the leagues, even though I think they're it is pretty good between the divisions, and so he wants us to propose new divisions. Uh, but I like what you did. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> I,
0: I did just realize I, I do have some comments. That uh, I should read um, as part of that.
1: Um, oh, nice, it's good. Maybe that's what the section is. We just read Tim's comments.
0: <laughs> In my opinion, you guys have been nailing the little house on the parody segment. Bahaha! Ha. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tim. And then he also agrees. Uh, yes, yes, with four S's. Mm. Yes, Jeffrey. More frequent, less long episodes. Quantity is better than quality. I like
2: that. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't it be quality is better than quantity?
0: Because quantity would imply longer <laughs> well, episodes? Well, he used the uh, greater than symbol incorrectly, so... Oh, he means quantity like more episodes. Yeah. Got it. But the okay. quality of it... I mean, has our quality ever been high?
1: Well, I was going to say they'll suck more because we're trying to keep ourselves to a timeline, which is <laughs> <somehow>, we're failing. <laughs> We're at our best when, our, when we're rambling, so... That's
2: right. I will say, I think I think the divisions are very parodied i agree this year full of parity parity
0: uh i would also say there's a lot of parity in uh the quarterback position and that parity is trash yeah there's just not a lot of good quarterbacks i think that's what he was talking about is just the qbs and the nfl generally are just all terrible except for like four or five that's true all right let's go into a breakdown it's not necessarily a power rankings but more of a, a breakdown on likelihood to um, st- sweep away Jamie Lynn from her castle in Mississippi. I'm assuming she still lives there, but she's been pretty popular on the reality TV show circuit. So she might be in L.A. more and more. Hey, maybe that's what you guys should do while you're there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely... Try and find her.
1: <laughs> that's our number one plan. <laughs>
0: um, I'm sure there's got to be some uh, stuff on the Internet, you know. Figure out where she is. Go say hi. I have put four teams in what I call the Jamie Lynn Jamokes uh, section of the podcast. Uh Amon Nam, Nam Nam, New Asgard Kings, Coitus Martin, and Wild Wild Warriors. I would say of those, the first three are the three I'm most confident in to win Jamie Lynn's heart. Some quick notes that I had. Dak has been a top three quarterback in five of the last six weeks. A Nom, nom, nom has back to back losses after we were worried he might go undefeated. So no longer in contention. Thank God. Right. Of the greatest uh, fantasy football team all time, unless he wins. Any thoughts, or do you have general thoughts? I guess about the Jamie Lynn Jamokes.
1: I want to jump in quickly because I know Dustin's going to have a lot more to say than I do. Uh, I would switch <laughs> Wild Wild Warriors with Alave Garden. That's what that that's my that's my two cents. I think the top three the top three are perfect. Well done, Damn. Brandon. You're and the reason I say that is your last bullet point. Do we think Mike can actually manage this team? The answer <laughs> is no. <laughs> so. <laughs> For that reason alone, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I, I am out.
2: Yeah. No, Jeff, that was good. Of sure. <laughs> that was the qualm <laughs> that I was previously alluding to. I think Alave Garden uh, hasn't scored under 130 points in the last three weeks. And Whoa. with the addition of Keenan Allen, I think that should continue meanwhile mike has not made a single trade as is usual
1: i fucking love mike so much <laughs> in this in this new
2: age of uh, traffic trading i think mike's stubbornness is going to bite him in the ass uh so yeah i would put me in number four but i agree that i'm a num 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 new asgard kings and Coitus martin are the top three and should be favorites
0: this oh month. yeah wow i don't know what i was looking at when i made these i didn't realize you're tied with wild wild Warriors now I do think you're going to pass him. I take that back. Wow. Yeah,
2: I'm really pulling for that. Also, because I'm playing uh, Kevin and then
0: Tim in the last two I weeks. I was going to
2: ask. that's at least one win, I think. Hopefully, two. And
0: Wild Wild Warriors plays a Nom 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 Oof. this there week. There you go. That's huge. So you could pass him there and then plays One-Eyed Jamar to end the season. Oh, good. So that's a win for Wild Wild Warriors.
2: Oh no, that's a toss.
0: No, I know. I'm kidding, I'm
2: kidding. Uh, Give
0: Jeff something.
1: No, I don't want anything. I don't I don't I don't deserve it. Everything is bad.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I agree. I should have switched those. Um you you're both correct. I will Jeff
2: has so the, the most has had the most roller coaster season ever where like you I lost know. four in a row, you won four in a row, now you're losing another four in a row. Yeah it's but incredible. The, the
1: difference is roller coasters are fun.
2: <laughs> hey, you gotta go low before you can get high. You know? It's like uh heroin
0: <laughs> ooh, you're getting addicted, you're getting addicted, you're addicted, you're addicted, you're addicted, you're, addicted, you're in rehab <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is just barreling towards rock bottom <laughs> yep. yeah Carolyn is definitely rock bottom. The only other notes I have on here is uh Adam Phelan hasn't broke twenty. 20- uh, points since the Carolina Panthers buy. In fact, I think he got one point last week. Uh, I mean, I know JJ's coming back at some point for new Asgard Kings, but that is a, uh, a tough look to your point, Brandon players on bad teams players. It's just no fun. Players on no bad problem. teams.
2: I'm going to get a tattoo on my forehead next year before the draft that just says, don't draft players with bad QBs on their team.
0: <laughs> it, I Honestly, though, honestly, though, it's so annoying because you're just watching this garbage team. Like anyone on Tennessee is just like, oh, this is awful. Why do I have anyone on this team? <laughs> Not that I do, personally. But, <laughs> you, you wouldn't I her. imagine that's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> And then the last note I had on this foursome was, I I love Pacheco. I I feel like I've watched both Chiefs games the last two weeks. And the way that he runs is just so um, fascinating.
1: Fucking bruiser. Just as much
0: chaos as he can cause. (laughs) So we assume, actually, we don't assume. I think both Amon Nom Nom Nom, and New Asgard Kings have locked up the buys. So that's one and two. Coitus is three in all likelihood. I don't think anyone is going to catch him. So that leaves four, five, and six left.
2: And that's wide open.
0: That is wide open. Um, All right, moving on to the potential playoff participants. We've got Olave Garden, which we all agree should actually be four, um, and Wild Wild Warriors should be down here. Uh, Slosh Sicarios, Mason Crosby Goes West, which still has an outside shot of making the playoffs, and the Washington Charmanders. Uh, you could convince me that Autobots go in here, but I have them last because I still don't believe in this team at all. And I'm going to stand by that <laughs> yeah. until it bites me in the ass. I'm a little bit worried about Etienne. I came around because the, last, the two games before the trade deadline uh, were blowouts, both the Jaguars getting blown out and then them blowing out uh, whoever they were playing and me assuming that they were trying to arrest him. But then this week didn't look great. So I'm a little nervous about that. I do kind of regret trading CMC. We've already talked about that. Uh, Devontae Smith for Mason Crosby goes West has really turned it on. I feel like AJ Brown has gone down a little. I don't know if that's true, but in my mind, I've just, I feel like Smith has really taken off and it's been a, a, uh, turn for AJ, um, for the Charmanders. I've got, uh, Ramondre is sneaky, really good. Even though the Patriots are terrible, this flies in the face of Dustin's comment earlier. Um, I guess running best it doesn't really matter what the quarterback um, but he has been like a, a really good running back the last like six weeks. Uh, and then I just want to put it on the record. I don't think I've said this. George Pickens is overrated. He's not a good receiver, uh, and I'm going to stand by that. I don't understand the hype that he gets every off season. Wait for it next year. You're all going to hear about how great George Pickens look, and he's going to suck. So.
1: He always has great training camps.
0: Yeah, he just looks good.
1: Every time I open Twitter, it's like, look at this George Pickens catch. And it's just like, yeah, obviously there's going to be hype.
2: The problem
0: is that only
2: happens if Kenny Pickett could throw more than 10 yards down the field, which he cannot. So that's asking a
0: lot. Or over the middle. He does not throw it over the middle at all. It's only sideline routes. Alave Garden, are you worried about uh, Lamar fading? Or do you think your receivers cover enough of those holes?
2: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, a little, but when he goes off, he goes off. You know, like last week he had like 30 points, this week he had 16. It's worrisome that I don't have a a QB that I know is going to get me 20 week in and week out. I think the last time we talked, you were like, is there any player that you're like confident in every week? And I said Lamar, and now I think the answer this week is everyone except Lamar. (laughs) So Yeah, I don't know. There's not really much I can do. There's nothing on the waiver wire anymore. Trade deadline's mm-hmm. passed. I'm kind of stuck with them, so we'll see. The problem is they run the ball too damn much.
0: That's true, true.
1: But when they're in the red zone, he gets a lot of rushing touchdowns. So
0: And Tony Pollard's coming around. So He's finally scoring by. touchdowns.
1: Finally! They're like, oh, this guy's really good. Let's give him the ball.
0: Yeah.
2: I was I, The funny thing about that, I think, Brandon, I told you this before. If I didn't do the Pollard trade, my record right now, I think – would be eight and four because I would have had ten, two more wins because of Javante Williams severely outscored Pollard the two weeks after I traded him away.
0: Yeah, he did. He's great. Really like him a lot. One person I don't like is DK Metcalf. I, <laughs> I'm I'm out on him. I just he gets targeted so much and does nothing. He, he's fine. You're like he'll get me twelve points. That's fine for flex, but as my wide receiver two, it's just every game. It's like seven targets, three catches, thirty yards, and it and a touchdown, and it's frustrating.
1: Dustin, how has Lockett been doing after our trade?
2: Really good. I mean, he's Locketing. He's either getting 20 or 6 every other week, and uh, I can pretty much predict when it's going to be 20 and when it's going to be 6 (laughs) because it's alternating, Uh, so it's been great. He's a perfect uh, filler if someone gets hurt or bye weeks.
0: Do we think Mason Crosby Goes West has a shot? Yeah. Yeah. He's one game out. His team has been on a heater the last three weeks. If you ask me who I think today makes the playoffs in
2: our division, I think it's Joel. I think it's me. And I think it's Tim. That's my guess. Wow.
0: He's got to beat one-eyed Jamar, and then he plays you on the final week of the season. That amazing. is gonna, ooh, amazing. Amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's going to get messy the next two weeks. Yeah. The thing with him is Jordan Love suddenly became decent <laughs> at the like as soon as Burrow got hurt so the timing on that worked out really well. So
0: Well, well I also think Calvin Ridley has now Yeah, and he's that two back-to-back weeks top 10 wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, his wide receivers are now great all of a sudden. Like Smith has been really good. Tyreek's amazing. And now Ridley's finally turned it on. That's the team you wanted. All
2: and year. his shitty running backs are really good now, too, with Juba <laughs> Hubbard taking Miles Sanders' job entirely, which I think is just fantastic. That's so depressing um, for Miles
0: Sanders. That was my original thought for uh, the, Hoot, the hooch update, but then I wanted to go positive, was Miles Sanders is the... Like, <laughs> And then I just realized we, we shit on Miles Sanders too much, and I should talk about another player. <laughs> kind of deserved it, though.
2: You're just going to compare him to dip spit <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> Dipsmith here. That made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That so good. Any thoughts on the Washington Charmanders? Do they have an outside? Do, who has a better outside shot of beating me um, for the third spot, the Charmanders or the Autobots?
3: Ooh. Charmanders.
0: Yeah.
1: Charmanders. I've been very anti-autobots all year, so I think right. it would be weird to turn on that now.
0: Autobots are playing Coitus this week, and Coitus is projected at 72%. And who does he play final week of the year? Oh, and me. Ooh, that's going to be tough at the end of the... I play Autobots
3: Ooh. At the end of the
1: season. Dude, the last week of this season is going to fucking rock.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really need to beat the Washington Charmanders this week because he plays Dan. The final week, so need that win.
2: There's our little house on the parody. Week fourteen is gonna be a fucking bloodbath. Yeah,
0: ah, it's gonna be brutal. I'm gonna have to. I Wish I could go down to Boston. Maybe I will. Tim's been waiting for it all along. Been waiting
1: to set that up. He's like, I knew. Yeah, he did.
2: Oh shit! Is that Jeff? That's when I'll be with you and Sean. Oh, week fourteen. Fuck. We're gonna. Sorry, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Recording podcasts. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Watching football, great.
2: <laughs> I know you want to go to the winery, but uh, the Washington
0: Charmanders have
2: <laughs> to win this week in order to get into the playoffs. So we're, we're staying. Dude, in. you got to just
0: record at the winery. That's right. That's no background noise. No all silence. <laughs> um. All right, we'll move on to the final section. The Carolyn Crazies. We've got One Eye Jamar, Two of Girls, One Coop, Gronk Smash, and the Autobots. Also on the record for the second time this year. I told you uh, James Conner sucks. Uh, I was right again. He's terrible. He's not
2: terrible. He's the terrible. Cardinals are bad. He's good. Yeah,
0: he's, no. uh, he, just, he just has lost a step after that injury. It just does not look good. Jordan Addison has been on four different cheap beer teams this year. That's... So, <laughs> shout out to him sampling all of the different wares. Our real journeyman.
2: Yeah. That's, yeah, he's the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick of the league. That has to be like the first time in history, right? That's got to be a record.
0: I, it has to be. I, I would think I so. Just,
2: I can't even yeah. think of anyone who comes close. No. That's, that's four crazy.
0: times. Four times. Started with Tim, ended up on my team, then to Dan's, now to Kevin.
3: <laughs> oh, I love that. That's
0: great. It's great. Gronk smash is a, a sad, sad fall from grace. He has lost five in a row. Oof. Um, really just a, a brutal was four and three trading for Travis Etienne, trying to really stack his team up. And now uh, it looks like odds on favorite to get last place. Um,
1: But to your point, uh, good for him kind of recouping and getting some picks back and realizing that was happening and salvaging
0: his next year. That's a very fair point. Thanks. I made it. Uh, The Autobot. Yeah, you did. Uh, (laughs) Rashi Rice might be him. The Chiefs might have found a receiver that they're going to trust. Cooper Cup, I think, is, should kind of get shut down for the year. I know the Rams are going for a playoff spot, so they, they won't do it, but he, he looks way off. The last thing I'll say is I'm looking at points against in our league and Autobots is by, has by far the fewest points against. And that's the only reason that this team is still in. He has by far the fewest points scored. And the fewest points against
1: <laughs> parody, baby. Parody. Right? I guess that's what happens when you auto draft. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: so. He's the only one that hasn't broken 1300 points, and most of us are in the 1400s. Joel is in 1700s, and he is in the <laughs> 1200s. Like, what a goober! And only two teams have had have under 1400 points against him and Joel. Yeah. So, really just a garbage team.
2: You know what I like that Sleeper added this season is um, when you go to your matchup, it tells you the average score. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, I noticed that. I do too. Yeah, Joel's average is like
0: 142
2: or something. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. It
0: is (laughs) utterly ridiculous. All right, of these four, who is going to end up with the Carolyn?
2: Gronk yeah i don't i i'm gonna pick the autobots mostly because i want that to happen
1: (laughs) actually yeah 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 yeah. i agree i i I changed my mind autobots i agree mainly because as i said before i've been anti-autobots the entire the entire stretch of the way so
2: yeah and also the historically i feel like the toilet bowl the the loser of the toilet bowl is not who had the worst season, right? It's usually just whoever got the most unlucky at the worst time. Right. And I feel like auto- Autobots are heading that way. hmm
0: Let me look. Um, well, I won't look because we're, we're basically done. Um, so <laughs> 45 minutes, Brandon. I will say that that's what I'm rooting for, but uh, I'm looking at this Gronk smash team, and his wide receiver one is either Hollywood Brown or an injured Amari Cooper. Um,
1: <laughs> sounds good.
0: That sounds good to me. No complaints. Fire him up. Fire yeah. well, I mean, I guess maybe Christian Watson's back. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There you go. You did something. It's just, oh, That's it's not really great. bad. That's... This, this team is not good. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's definitely going to be this team. <laughs> it's definitely going to be this team. It's 100%. <laughs> These fuckers. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think any final parting thoughts on any of the teams that we've covered? Did you, Are we going to do this one more? I guess we should do it one more time. We
1: absolutely so, should. Yeah, right? yeah. 100%. All right. Especially, well, hey, I will say, guys, I'm very impressed. We usually go an hour and a half, hour 40. We're at an hour seven. Not bad. Not bad. Improving. That's progress. I do just want to say a final goodbye to One-Eyed Jamar. Well, I'm not going to make the playoffs. My team is too good to get to Carolyn. But much like life, you set yourself up in the best position you possibly think you can be. And then you get thrown a river of shit that launches you over a waterfall to your death. And so that is very much the one-eyed Jamar experience this year. So, yeah, that's all I got to say.
0: Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) Please take us home. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. Cheap beer, boys. See you on Sunday.